Hey, Camp Kids, welcome back to the Camp Kids Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Bob, and I'm on a mission to bring together a community of camp people from all around the world. Whether you are currently in your camp experience or it's been a while since you've been at camp, when you're with us, you're at home. Today, I'm here to talk about my experience with alumni gatherings. I first want to start off by talking to you about my alumni gatherings in regards to my university experience. Don't worry, I'm going to tie this into camp later on. If you don't know who I am or you don't know about my university experience, let me explain just a little bit of it here for you. I went to my undergraduate program at a Division II school, the University of Central Missouri, for five years to be able to complete my bachelor's program, and then I immediately went to be a full-time graduate assistant at Missouri State University for two years after that before getting my first teaching job. So even though I was getting my master's program at Missouri State University, I got to get to know the environment very, very, very well because I went there full-time. That being said, Anytime that I hear from my graduate program, it is never to call in and check in to see how I'm doing. It is always an ask for money. I get text messages from them all the time. I get mail from them all the time, which I find very unique because I have moved quite a bit since I've gone to MSU, and yet they still always seem to find my new address, even though I never gave it to them. Never have they even checked in at the university level, I will say, to just see how I'm doing or to just say a friendly hello. On the other hand, my other university, the University of Central Missouri, I went to for five years and I have always felt warm and welcome by them. In fact, when I go to my yearly state conference, they always host this big alumni gathering for all of us music educators to go and they provide us a nice dinner. There's always raffle prizes. It's a really nice evening. I often get letters and emails from them all the time never asking for money, but always saying, here are the scholarships that we've been able to provide. Here's a link if you would like to contribute. So my taste with both of those programs are very different. On one hand, I'm still not very far removed from a university experience, so I don't often give back financially. However, I feel a lot more inclined to give back to University of Central Missouri because they care about me as a human, or at least give off the impression that they care about me as a human, maybe a bit more than Missouri State has. I say all of this to mention, who do you think I want to spend more time with or give my money to to be able to help better their organization? Obviously, it's my undergraduate degree because they spend more time thinking about me as a human instead of just asking me for money, which should be the center of all alumni gatherings. It should be bringing together a community of people, not just always asking for money. As Aaron says in this week's podcast episode, the money will come, but the main focus should always be on spending time with those who have your camp or your experience in common. So with that being said, I'm going to dive into some of the alumni experiences that I've had with camp. So I would like to go back when I was a staff member, a young staff member, and This was at a time when we did have a lot of controversy in the alumni associations. So at this time, we had combined camp staffs. And so I was spending the whole month of June at one camp and the whole month of July at another camp. The first camp that we spent our time at was not the camp that I ended up going to as a camper. Well, that's kind of a lie. I did attend one session as a CIT2 as a camper, 
but I didn't grow up growing there since I was seven. That was a different camp that I'd gone to. Well, this camp that I'm talking about is Camp Minahama, and they have a very, very deep alumni association. They had a Facebook page. They usually had an alumni gathering once a year, sometimes in the fall, where they would get together and it would be like an alumni camp. Now, this was a pretty big camp. I would say that, I mean, there would be anywhere from 50 to maybe even 100 people out at this alumni association. And they were very actively involved in how camp operated. They were very involved in helping update the camp. They were very involved just year round as well. So I've seen gatherings like that where they typically meet once a year and they work with the camp director to kind of actively involve themselves in the association. Now they did their own fundraising as well. They would often have their own fundraisers that they would provide for the camp holding the fundraisers themselves, not necessarily involving the camp staff, but it was very clear that they operated on their own agenda. I'll now go into some of the gatherings that I have held as a current staff person. The first kind of alumni gathering that I used when I was a camp director, a seasonal camp director, was a bit of a weekend gathering, but over the holidays. So at this time, a lot of the alumni were in their college experience or at or around that time. And we would always pick the first weekend of a typical holiday break. So before everybody really settled back at home or really had too much to do with the holiday timeframe, we would choose that as our alumni weekend or our camp staff reunion gathering. So that was really fun because we got to do holiday related themes. So we got to make like ornaments and cookies and I even put up a Christmas tree at one point in time. So that was really fun. Also to see a different side of camp in the winter is really fun as well too. I had a lot of success with that gathering because we also would order t-shirts and sweatshirts and there was always an incentive for those who had already sent out the word that we were hiring for that summer and if they already had people who were hired in that process they could earn an incentive by that point. I mean Having staff hired by that time frame is a luxury. So I always made sure to incentivize those t-shirts and those sweatshirts that we would hand out at the gathering because you could always earn one if you were able to find and recruit some camp staff for the summer. So that one was always really fun. Now, gatherings that I've always wanted to be a part of, there is a gathering that Camp Sacagawea has called Throwback Camp that they've been offering for quite a few years now that I've always wanted to do. It is a weekend and it is run by camp staff. It's typically towards the end of the summer and it's for adults to be able to come on to camp and try out camp again. I think that the more times that they offer it, the bigger and bigger it's going to become because it really is a unique experience to get to camp just with adults only while still having the camp staff there. Now, the problem with that is, is if your camp runs during that time frame, you're not able to go. So for me this year, I won't be able to go to that and try it out because I'm actually going to be going into my own resident camp experience for a sessional at that time frame. So that's something that I've always wanted to be a part of. Now, if you listened to this week's earlier episode, you heard Aaron talk about an alumni gathering for a for every five years and bringing in, you know, three, four hundred people onto camp. And I'm here to tell you that you can have a very successful alumni gathering with just 15 people. 
It really doesn't take all that much. It just takes starting a Facebook group or getting in contact with people who were a part of your camp or your organization and just figuring out some times that work best for you guys. Maybe it's even a Zoom call. I have also been a part of that as well, where all that we had during COVID was Zoom. And so we ended up just sitting on Zoom for a couple hours in the afternoon, which was also really fun as well. So Lots of different ideas to throw out there for alumni gatherings. It doesn't have to be an entirely big to-do. Maybe you do a big alumni gathering once every five years or something like that as well. But it also isn't too late if your camp facility doesn't have an alumni association to go ahead and start one. All right, camp kids. That was my thoughts on alumni gatherings. I hope that you guys enjoyed this podcast. If you like these shorter episodes, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. We definitely want to keep our Camp Kids community growing by spreading it to others. So that means leave us a rating or review, preferably a five-star rating so that others can also find this podcast. I will see you guys again next week for another interview on the podcast. And if you haven't already, go ahead and hop on our YouTube channel to see all of the camp songs that we are uploading. All right, friends, that's all that I have for you for now. But remember, this is good night, but not goodbye.